Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Is that yours? Don't touch it, it's Uncle Rico's. What's it for? It's a time machine, Napoleon. You bought it online. You're right. It works, Napoleon. You don't even know. Have you guys tried it yet? No. So are you ready? Yeah, hold on. I forgot to put in the crystals. Okay, turn it on. It's a piece of crap. It doesn't work. Well, I could have told you that. It's the one, dude. Scope it out. She doesn't look like a freshman. Sophomore, dude. Sophomore. Fully aged sophomore, me. Do the bus together. You talk to her. Talk, dude. I have a relationship yeah. with her. Figure to like 17 digits. You are such a liar. We'll see about that, my man. By night's end, I predict me and her will interface. Web, Heavy Longmire, Gustav Matteblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. I just skateboarded in for this episode. Have a kick-ass summer, Mr. <laughs> skateboard Man. Kick-ass uh, So we're going to talk about Supreme Court justices? Is yeah. this episode's going to be about? It's a fully political episode. Let's do Bork v. Kavanaugh. Go. Man, I got to looking back at some Bork stuff, and at the time I was cognizant of it, you know, and 
paying a little bit of attention, but I didn't realize how tame <laughs> the Bork stuff was in comparison to, to even what was going to come just to, with Clarence Thomas just right away. You know? Oh, yeah. And how about that Saturday Night Live sketch with uh, Chris Rock as Long Dong Silver? <laughs> yeah. Classic. Oh, man. The good old days. But yeah, what, they got Bork's uh, video rental record? <laughs> Yeah, you'll have to beep this, but I don't want anybody looking up my video record. Nice. Yeah. The little curtain. I I think I may have told the story. I was working at the uh, grocery store. I was just looking for sleepaway camp. And one of the girls that worked there had a friend that worked at video. Hey, now. In one of them. One of the good spots. And she told us that... One of the, uh, there was a series called In Joe's Living Room. Okay. I'm interested. That was not supposed to be rented or sold in Texas or Oklahoma. <laughs> I mean, it said that on the box cover art. Was this a s- production? It was about that. <laughs> involved at all? Yes. <laughs> How great was JJ? The, how great the original was, JJ? How great was the original JJ conversation with Mrs. Longmire? Oh man, <laughs> that was epic. She was clueless about the original JJ. But anyway, how many times that night did she pat heavy on the shoulder like it's time to stop talking now? Oh, and just shake her head. <laughs> that was a magical night. As off air, that was Mrs. about three hours of off air greatness. Mrs. Longmire. Got a full taste of America's favorite heavy oh, Longmire boy. pontification. She got a mouthful. Hey, now. <laughs> but anyway, so this friend of a friend at the grocery store said, oh, yeah, this waitress <laughs> at a very popular local bar and grill type place has appeared in one of these In Joe's Living Room videos. I like to get my video rental recommendations from the grocery store and so curious sure i went and went to behind the curtain (laughs) behind the green curtain behind the green curtain and at the uh sister establishment Mm -hmm. that chain you know regional chain regionally famous uh they had said episode oh yeah it was titled quote girls just playing (laughs) classic and, uh, yes, that waitress did work. It was, was indeed was in indeed the video. Good. Now, she was going by a fake name in the video. Sure. But sure. there were some substances on board. Hey. Whether it's alcohol or something stronger, I don't know. But she was not responding to her fake name from the director, <laughs> who I assumed was Joe. Of course. And this With was the clapper. This was filmed, and the clap. This was filmed at some apartment complex because mm. they did because obviously it was an apartment they had to wait for olden mills to clear out <laughs> yeah and then they ended up in the hot tub at the complex <laughs> sure with a vhs shoulder camera hey would you like to petri dish that hot tub with that big old uh light you know that oh yeah like an incandescent bulb <laughs> screwed into it <laughs> anyway so I did confirm that, yes, that was the waitress. Indeed. And then that said waitress worked at that 
establishment for many, many years because I didn't know working her way up. Mrs. Monteblanc at the time when I saw said video. So this was a potential victim. But many years after Mrs. Monteblanc and I were together, every time we would go to that establishment and that waitress was there, I would always have to lean in and in your patented low talking uh Kiva <laughs> I would say, That's the girl that was in the porn. <laughs> That's her, the Kiva. The Kiva. Did I ever tell you about the time that I got propositioned by a famous actress at an establishment over in your neck of the woods? That seems vaguely familiar, but I want to hear more after we identify as Can You Hear Me, the podcast, of the two people that actually like you. America's least favorite. A least favorite. But still present. But here for you, Gustav Monteblanc. And Ty Webb. And the America's favorite, the one and only, is quote-unquote busy. I.e. sleeping it off. Hello, folks. How's it going? Well, he would have had a big afternoon of college football today. Oh, yeah. I bet he was firmly planted on the couch. So I'm thinking he's probably had to take too much blood pressure medication. (laughs) Yeah. And he's about catatonic from just low blood pressure. Wash that blood pressure med down with a couple burritos. <laughs> as, as long as it's at before six, he's good. <laughs> like midday snack. <laughs> what time is lunch? Have you ever been to a Chinese restaurant where they're doing dim sum and they have the little carts? <laughs> Mark that. Oh, yeah. The it's, dim sum cart. The dim sum carts. I just imagine... The Longmire daughters <laughs> wheeling that wheeling over. A, a burrito cart up to Daddy. <laughs> Last call. It's five fifty-five. <laughs> get him in now. Go ahead and give me three. <laughs> it's just an aperitif. <laughs> you think Heavy's ever used that word? <laughs> no. You think he could spell that word? No. 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 No, heavy is about as far from aperitif as you can get. That reminds me of, uh, I let the kids listen to an old, uh, ticket bit where it was Grego, fake Grego spelling bee when he was a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's those a good old one. hard lines are fantastic. Super. Thank you, Unticket. Thank you. Yeah, it was on the Unticket. Thank you, Unticket. All right. Um, we got some Twitter questions. All right. From a couple of it. the faithful. Let's, let's do it. So we got one from Sooner Clone. And he wants to know... I won't hold that sooner thing against him, but it's hard. I don't trust anything north of the red. Well, you're probably right in not doing so. Especially directly north of the red. South, that's South Oklahoma, boy. Are that's you, another universe. Are you saying that the, uh, the Red River Valley is not... Mm. All right. Comanches didn't quite do the trick in completely wiping that area out. He wants to know... Fuck, Mary kill, Heinz 57, A1 steak sauce, and I assume Heinz ketchup, because that's the only... That's the only acceptable, acceptable ketchup. ketchup. He just has ketchup. We're not we're not even going to entertain any of that Del Monte bullshit. Oh, no. That's fucking cat's up. That's... Oh, that's rough. So, um, Big Enos, he needs to buy <laughs> Heinz ketchup this week. That's the only way to go if you're going to do ketchup. That's the only way to go. All right, uh... You remember when Heinz 57 used to have the ketchup with a kick? Oh, yeah. Moniker? Yeah. So. I'm a fan of the 57. I, yeah, I, I, I like it. I think it. 57 I, I don't is, use it very often. No, I don't have any of those at home, but I used to. 
I used to be a big fan favorite of those, and I would say 57 is definitely more versatile than A1. Yeah, A1, I feel you're pretty much just locked in on steak. I don't think I've ever used A1 for anything but steak. I've never put A1 on the poultry. No, no. That didn't even... Or a burger. I might have had it on... Oh, I've had it on burgers yeah, at Whataburger. Yeah. yeah. The thick and hearty. Yeah, the thick and hearty. Which I've is, never had one of those. Which Good? Is, which is what they used to call me in high school. Sure. Not sure. really. Not at all. Um, there comes old thick and hearty. Let's see. I weighed what? About 120? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> There's a picture of me uh, from our senior year wearing just a pair of sh- baggy, like... <laughs> South American looking shorts and a pair of hiking boots. Was that you standing at the uh, at Steven the, Tyler microphone? Yes, and with the David Koresh hair <laughs> and David Koresh glasses. And yeah, I look like I might be 115. Someone shouting Navajo in the background. <laughs> uh, I'm going to probably kill A1. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I yeah. mean, you can't deny the versatility of the. The fifty-seven. Well, the fifty-seven, of course, but the the Heinz has get, ketchup has got to stay oh, yeah. around. No, yeah, just I'm going to marry that one. Yeah, well, I'm going to I'm going to grow old with Heinz ketchup. Yeah, and I I mean I I'm not bothered at all by the high fructose corn syrup in the Heinz ketchup. It doesn't dissuade me at all from lopping that on my plate oh, no, with the no, fries. No, give it to me. Yeah, let's. I I'm only going to eat it from nine to six. Back in the day, yeah, of course. Back in the day, I thought A1 was just for adults when I was a kid. Yeah. Heinz 57 seemed... A1 always had more of an uppity feel than Heinz 57. Well, I think it's because... I, You'd I, find that at your local Steak and Ale? Yeah, yeah, which I never got to go to. My parents would go to Steak and Ale for... When they wanted to get rid of the Their kids. anniversary or yeah. stuff, but I would never, I've never been in a Steak and Ale. Back in the day, I thought A1 was better because it was just more prestigious than yeah. 57. Well, and since you're only ever using it for steak. Yeah. Your prime cut. But there were local, you know, out in the middle of nowhere diners where you could find Heinz 57 on the table. Right. You could get your Heinz 57 at the Yeah. Got to bleep that, <laughs> but yes. Where you the great get it. thing about the too was that you could. <laughs> could you say it a couple more times? <laughs> the great thing about the locally famous steak joint that was run by a radio personality. <laughs> Named- we know you're out there. Thanks for listening. Was that <laughs> <laughs> nothing says upscale steak restaurant like a walk through <laughs> Luby style walk through line where you could get your dessert first. Yes. Out of the glass case. Yes. To me, it's only a proper steak joint in 1988 if you can get your dessert out of a steak out of a glass case before you even order your steak. Now, when did the steak close? Because it would have been like a 83 or something. It, it was, was mid 80s at best. Yeah, because I was a I was a young tie. Yes, when I was going there. Now, if go ahead and get you some coconut cream pie, then we'll worry about ordering your steak. If we could create How, a time what don't machine, don't you want? If we could create a time machine. I have this feeling that we would not go back in time and stop the Titanic from sinking no. or, or being present to major historical events. I think we would use up our entire time travel thing to travel back in time to 1980. Yes, maybe 82. Maybe 82, maybe 79. I want my steak from the same person that's going to give me my swap shop. Right, he's going to... 
My trading post and my stake needs to come from the same person. Help me get rid of this old washer. (laughs) There's a couple of mountain brackets that are are busted on it, but it's still... I want a post hole digger with one broke (laughs) handle and a medium rare T-bone. Where can I get that? It's a free kittens for sale. Uh, I want a washer that's been sitting out in the front yard for about six months. Right. I, I don't want anything for it. I just want it gone. <laughs> Come pick it up and get you a steak while you're waiting. That's what I want. I want to go back to 1982 and order me a T-bone steak and get me a used washer. What if What if you had the ability, and I do want to go back to your getting hit on story. I don't want to lose that. No, but, um, we'll get there eventually. But 2021. What if you got to pick... One place and time out of every year in your life to go back to. Oh, could you imagine? I think I could. I think in about a day I could make that list. And and not to maybe be part, you know, not to be yourself again during that time. But you're just there. You're able Hovering, to watching, watching, maybe taking photos, maybe film. I don't know if I've ever been more proud of myself. Then as a ninth grader at a high school dance, when in my mind, the hottest woman on the face of the planet, a senior, mind you, asked me to dance at a high school dance. That moment I want to go back to and just live forever. So it, it just for the sake of the listener who we appreciate you listener. We do. If you haven't ever met Ty and a lot of people haven't, you're lucky. But we always talk about how, you know, handsome he is and everything. I want, Those days have passed. I want this to just sink in. Ninth grade tie. Ninth grade tie was just getting it. With the hot senior. I think this encapsulates the very essence of tie right here. I've almost got chills right now just thinking about it. This, this woman in my mind at the woman. time, woman, cause she might have been held back a couple times. I don't, I don't know. Woman came over to me. Now, granted, ninth grade, one of the, I think this was the second dance I'd been to. And you know, I can dance. Yes, you can dance. So I wasn't afraid to get out there and mix it up with. And she walks over to me and asked me to dance and I floated out onto the dance floor. So who was the the senior? I'm bleeping half this episode out. So you go ahead and tell me. This was one. See. She never moved the needle oh. that as much as you're for me. And, but I got to add this. I mean, no. Okay. I was probably at that dance because I did go to dances that year, but I was reenacting in real time 16 Candles Farmer Ted's crew over against the wall. <laughs> right. So while you're out dancing, nobody's talking to us. So <laughs> I'm not judging here. I, I'm tipping my hat to you. I'm kind of disappointed that you don't remember observing this situation because I was about half her height. I was probably trying to figure out uh, what my D&D character was going to be doing. <laughs> you were working on the I was, dodecahedron I, dice I was that you had in your pocket. I was rolling my die 20 to see if I saved against the orc. <laughs> but here's the kicker. She didn't just walk over by herself. Oh. She was accompanied by a... D- <sighs> yeah. And one step who at the time was just untouchable. Yeah, that's that's some 
That's so she, she, big game right yeah, there. She's the one that asked, but all three of them walked over and all three of them, she took me by, she literally took me by the hand and took me out onto the dance floor with the other two. So it was me and, and I just want to go back and live in that moment forever. I, can I use your moment for ninth grade? I want to just yes. I'll come please. with you. I don't want to Ever, think, everybody just jump on. I don't, jump I don't have on. Anything else going on that year? That was the original Devil's Triangle. Wow. Now I, I did tell my kids a story about because uh, they were actually encouraging me the other day. Like, oh, we like your stories. I think it was to get oh, me to you stop. Strike while that iron's hot. I, it was to get me to stop singing John Prine songs. <laughs> Can you believe he's nominated for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That's kind of odd. Well, I mean, I'm I'm up for him up, getting into I'm up anything. For it. Uh, he, but I never I, I never thought he'd be nominated well, for that. He was on the first season of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I mean, I it's not a good appearance by my standards for him, but. I hope he gets in. I hope he gets in. But I just never thought that'd be an option. No, I wouldn't have thought so either. But he should get into everything. But I've been using Spanish pipe dream as a libertarian <laughs> lesson. <laughs> Talking point. Yes, I'm going through that bit by bit. Anyway, but they didn't like me singing uh, The Accident the other day because I think they take objection to, one, my singing. Well, sure. And number two, the line about raped by a minority. That they. It's a little cringy. Object to that, you know. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, Spanish pipe dream. I've been using that to teach them to uh, to follow my libertarian ideals. But when I started talking about uh, high school, high school is so great. I was I thought back to our freshman English honors class. Oh yeah, and somehow they let us in. Somehow they let us in. They kept letting us in for that. But that freshman year, we could do a whole year's worth of episode on that class. We could do we could do a season on head of the class. Yeah. Oh no. Break doubt. that down. Day that by was day. the greatest classroom experience of all time. I wish we'd enjoyed it more. I feel like we didn't savor it as much. I mean, I, we don't did, you wish? But don't you wish you could go back and watch video oh, of any of the? You could just pick out any one day class, at all. Any any day of that class, and it would be glorious. I'd like to see the day. There were no non-eventful classes in I'd that like class. I'd like to see the day for the Scarlet Letter Projects. <laughs> or the very unfortunate oh, General's Presentation. The General's Presentation, which got, I, we talked about it before, but he went and had to do it for other classes then because she was to <laughs> so tone deaf. That she did not pick up on the generals. The only thing that would have been better about that is if he would have had a Kiva assembly. We did. <laughs> it was in there. That's right. That's right. It was because she brought in. That's right. Classes that weren't head of the I class. I forgot about that. That's right. Oh my gosh. Anyway, but I was telling the kids how legend when we were youngsters, one of the dick moves that we were doing would be if somebody leaned back a little bit in their chair, like to stretch, yeah, yeah. we would reach forward if you were behind them and put your, yeah. over the top of their head, put your fingers on their head it was and an automatic. back. That was an automatic. And one day we were doing that, in, or we were sitting in the English honors class and started to lean back 
and I leaned across because my <laughs> seat was behind and back across the back aisle, into the left, back into the right in this case. But he started leaning towards me, and I leaned forward and did that, and he slumps out of the chair having a seizure. <laughs> That's right. He had seizures. And that was the first time anybody knew he had any, it may have been the first seizure he ever had. Oh, and we man. had to be. Seizures always funny. Yeah. And we had to be Mr. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had to take a break from the story of Oedipus yeah. to recover a seizure disordered friend of ours. <laughs> let's, let's hold off on this Sophocles. Antigone's really getting good, but I think something's wrong with him. That's. That he is still one of my all-time favorite teachers. Great too. dude, great dude. Especially because ninety percent of that class was not devoted to class material. No, but you know we hit the high points. Yeah, I mean he was a great teacher, but we just gleaned so much fantastic rabbit trails with him. Yeah, he was one of those ones I really wish we could have had multiple years. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think we got as much. I mean, got a lot out of him, but. Imagine having that forever. I felt like in having that class, we almost got to experience the 60s. Pretty close. I always felt like, and he always looked a little bit like Jeff Skunk Baxter from the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> yes. And those, man, those rose-colored glasses. <laughs> yes. The John, the John Connolly glasses. There's, I mean, nobody is a better caricature than that guy. Nah. I mean, he was your classic hippie opinionated teacher that didn't give a shit about yeah. sharing whatever he wanted to to yeah. us young, impressionable whatever. minds. No, I still was, carry those days with me. He's a good dude. Good dude. And at first, I thought, man, it just doesn't make sense. Him and his wife, who was a teacher that we also had. For, but, yeah, just the year before. But over the years, it made more and oh, more yeah, sense. Yeah. And she she wasn't everybody's cup of tea. No, but I loved her. I loved her. I did a play with her, which was funny in itself. So she she was junior high. He was high school. She had us do for one act play. Uh, back in your thespian back days. Back in my thespian days, a play called Clevenger's Trial. Okay. Which is an excerpt from Joseph Heller's Catch-22. Right. So as a eighth grader, what, 13? Is that a, yeah. Yeah, that's 13-year-old, I'm sitting there reading... Catch-22, which is still one of my favorite novels ever. Yeah. But that is the most... Pretty heavy for an eighth grader. Well, the the maid with the lime green panties... Hello. ...is etched upon my eighth grade mind. And I'm like... And the play itself that we did had nothing to do. It was very clean. It was... It, we even cut out the dams and the hells. And didn't you always find her, like, surprisingly sexy? She had that look about her like she knows something that she's not going to tell. Yeah, I could see that. Now, her friend, the next classroom down the hall. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about the English? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty... Well, no, cause, no, she was English. The other one was like history. Yeah, and, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was a lot under the surface there. That one... <laughs> no doubt. I think she gave me a look a couple times. Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, this is just a year before... Before the seniors are getting I feel like I might have at least gotten the yellow light. Man, yeah. Now that one, yeah. And then there was the, yeah, well, we won't even, we're going to get too specific here. No, go ahead. Well, the incident? No, go, no. I I don't, yeah, just go ahead. I'm going to go way off the rabbit trail. No, I want you to do the rabbit trail, but I'm just, the incident involved a piece of fruit. (laughs) Yes. 
man. I would not trade our junior high years oh for anything on the planet. And, you know, my kids, well, I got one that's still in junior high. He's an eighth grader. I don't think they have the same life at all that 30 years ago it was. They didn't have the Texas history class we had. <laughs> they didn't watch Jeremiah Johnson three times a week like we did. Or how about the American history class? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure on a weekly basis we heard curse words from our teacher in that class. Well, I know Jake asked for... They didn't give a damn back then. Halloween stories, but I remember, and I had an email, I may, I don't know, but that same American history teacher who, you know, we were friends with his daughter. Oh, we were. Well, more some than, of us were more than friends. I was just a friend. I was a Bismarcky kind of yeah, friend. Uh, you were. We I, were good, really good friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I messed that situation up. Well, big yeah, we've time. established that. Yeah. But then again, I think maybe you didn't, but anyway. Well, yeah, it, it's but probably for the best. One Halloween. We still keep in contact. Oh, did really? Yeah. Well, there you go. Tell her I said hi. I will do. Me and the Polynesian and the General's friend were in the General's friend's, like, 78 Camaro that had been painted white <laughs> with a mop. <laughs> oh, man, that thing was fantastic. I forgot about that. Oh, God. I want to go back. I want to go back so bad. Let's just go back. Let's just go back. Let's click so, our heels. You know, our uh our our town for Halloween Oh, it was wheels off, off the rails. I mean it was biscuits and egg throwing and like mobs. I know. bought I pretty much kept f***s in business. Well, that's that was the you know how uh retailers Black Fridays when they're finally in the black, Halloween was in the black for that place because they sold all the biscuits there. I bought a hundred cans of biscuits. I, I can only imagine Schmoo's dad. Oh, <laughs> Just doing inventory, doing inventory, cussing as he as he takes a sip of, of beer, anyway, running from the cops. So yeah, running for the cops. But junior high greatness. We rolled, we rolled straight down out the, of Stranger Things. Rolled down that street. I, the Polynesian jumps out, oh, runs no. up onto the porch to steal the pumpkin, oh. and all of a sudden we hear fucking ass dickheads. <laughs> You remember when they would sit up on the well, roof with the say. water hose? They had eggs that yeah. night. It was and on the roof and yelling at us, and they're throwing eggs at yeah. us. And the Polynesian dives through the window with the pumpkin ahead of him, like out of a fucking oh, yeah. movie, and we hauled ass. One year they threw eggs. One year they sat up there, and these were two of our junior high teachers and junior high coaches. Yeah. And we loved them. Oh, we were great. Yeah. They were fantastic. And one year they threw eggs. One year they sat up there with a water hose with the right. little handle thing on it that would just spray the hell out of it if you showed up. One year I'm convinced they were hammered up I, there. I would bet each year they Maybe were. Maybe high. Possible. And, oh, it was so glorious. So, I mean, you wanted to go over there and just see what they would do to you. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was part of the, uh, the effect. That was back when the adults had just as much fun as the kids with right. Halloween. And but, the cops, I mean, they, you know, I mean, we ran from the cops, but we knew they were in the on it. Over there in your neck of the woods, that Ooh. was the, that was a war zone as far as biscuits. Dude, and- there will never be, there will never be a street as fantastic as West Michael back in the day. Yeah. I mean, no. we had a hundred kids out yeah. there. Yeah. And it was, was just a war zone. That was great. In fact, our yearbook, one year. I wish I could go back and do one of those days just one more time. I think they staged the photos, but they went and had somebody 
a couple of older guys. Oh yeah, there's a picture like holding yeah. eggs and, and eggs. eggs. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah. That uh, that's how big a deal it was and how accepted it was. It wasn't anybody was like, oh shit, we're gonna get in trouble. It was like. It's like people purposely drove through there knowing that their their cars were going to get egged and biscuited yeah. and all. Man, that was the days. That was the days. And then the old the older kids would show up with liquor and they would oh, give yeah. it to the junior high kids and we would run from the cops and jump in the bushes. Yep. Run down creeks and those are so great. It's a different time. Yeah, you can't do that now. I remember the time we got a we got a group of friends and we uh, hit out over there at the golf course because there was a lot of traffic on that road right, that yeah. went right towards the high school on the golf course. And we just pelted people over and over. And the cops pulled up. And you, I mean, there was a lot of good places to hide on the sure. golf course. Yeah. And we just thought we were the, you know, we were thought we were so badass because we could, you know. Yeah. I mean, we were throwing everything we had at the cars. And we had just, I mean, we left cans and cans of biscuits out there. I, I still wonder what what they were thinking when they would, I mean, because they, they were enablers. I mean, they yeah. were making money, but, you know, it was just. I mean, like, they didn't know when I walked in that grocery store and bought 80 cans of biscuits right. what was going on. I mean, I like those biscuits still, those cheap biscuits. Oh, yeah. Those, yeah. I like to fry them. You ever do that? They'd, yeah, they'll do you right. And you can also make donuts out of them, too. That's true. Shape those bad boys mm-hmm. up. And then you remember the the uh, the real Hellraisers and the the trouble kids were the ones that would put the rocks in. Them. Yeah, yeah, that would ruin it for everybody. But sometimes there were definitely those that were doing it. But sometimes people would be, you know, we were kind of maybe on the forefront of reduce, reuse, recycle. And if you picked up an already thrown, biscuit, oh yeah, it was free game. Then it might have some gravel in yeah, it. Yeah, you just toss. But you it. had the guys that would put like a a piece of white rock in, right? It. Yeah. And the, the, one of the best things about the Halloween biscuit days was at the end of the night, you would all gather up at the pizza hut and tell your stories. How many farts were in those pizza hut oh, cushions? Man. How many times did I play Miss Pac-Man and Tempest in there? Or, yeah, our Kung Fu was there for a no, long wait, time. No, wait, Tempest was at Tempest the skating at rink. Tempest at skating rink, yeah. But we had Miss Pac-Man and we had Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. We had one other. There was one other game in there. Yeah, they, they rotated there were, out. A there couple were two stand up games, and you had the Miss Pac Man that was a sit down. Right. <clears throat> I still. There's something magical about the sit down game. Oh. That was like a. And there'll never be a greater video game than Galaga. You had to go all the way to the <laughs> mall and the the um, the what the was gold that? Mine. The gold mine for that, which was a chain. I found out later. See, that saddens me. Yeah, I wanted to think I of it as just a like one and only magical special place. But I that remember was a one chain. one time my mom dropped me off at the gold mine, and I thought I was the richest kid in America when she gave me, and I was a junior high age, and she gave maybe even middle school. She gave me a twenty dollar bill, and she said. You know, I'm going to be gone for the day. Just have at it. And I thought I was the richest man in the country. How long did that last you? All day. Really? All day. I mean, she dropped me off in the morning and picked me up that afternoon. She strolled down to the Orange Julius? I don't know what she did, but I'm sure it was not good. Yeah. yeah. Questionable at best. I wish I had one of those Orange Julius devil uh, pitchfork mm. chairs. I'd put that in my living room right now. Well, that's, you know, that's why I want it because I'm, you're sitting on yours. I want one for myself. So fantastic. Swiveling back and forth. Man, it, high school was awesome. I loved high school, but junior high may have been the best. Well, you were, you know, first off, I was out in the country, uh, 
So you had more of a social life. Now you would have had more of a social life no matter what, because you had more of a social life no matter what. Well, you, yeah, you did miss out on some of the neighborhood stuff. Yeah. And jun- junior high neighborhood shenanigans was right. off the charts. But at school, yeah, junior high was fun for sure. You remember we had that junior high teacher's mom who taught math, mm-hmm. who was my future mess it up friend girlfriend's mom, right? And somehow. She told us about she had a class several years before us who used to dress up on Fridays, and she thought that was the coolest thing. Well, me and Shmoo mm-hmm. got it in our minds that, well, we're going to outdo them. Right. So we started dressing up every Friday. Yeah, I remember that. And I was so Alex P. Keaton. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would wear the short sleeve button up with a knit tie. Yep. It was with the square bottom tie. Glorious. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think all of them were clip-on square bottoms. And she just thought that was so cool. You know, like, oh, you guys are really outdoing that other class. And me and Shmoo <laughs> were like, you damn right. We're taking that class down. Because, you know. We Sh- thought we were so awesome. Shmoo is a, a fashion. Oh, he was nothing if not a. a <laughs> the GQ of. <laughs> He wore the same shirt and tie every Friday we did it. Oh, my god! He looked like he was ready for youth choir. <laughs> like a Mormon missionary. Did you ever see... An elder, if yes, you will. excuse me. Uh, uh, what's the priest of... It's a Hezekiah. I can't remember what the... It's No, it's a Malachi or something like that. Um, the, the priest of... I hate that I have to believe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I don't have that mental picture in my mind. Like I do, did. and I see it every time I close my eyes. I feel like he would still to this day punch me if I brought that up. I, yeah, I'm sure that. When we get him on, that's going to be item one. Well, if if that's the case, <laughs> you're going to sit next to him, and I'm going to take well, this. Well, I told you the story about the time he hit me. I told you about the time that he threatened to kill me over that story. I was fucking around with, I think I've already told this story on the pod, so I won't retell it. But you remember no, the time ahead, I was fucking around with we, him, and we were all at the party. Yeah. And we were like, let's take this outside. And I was like, damn right, let's take this outside. And then we got outside, and he hit me in the face. I was like, dude, <laughs> what are you doing? He was like, oh, I thought we were going to fight for real. I was like, dude, you outweigh me by 150 pounds. No shit. We're yeah. not fighting. Uh, that was back in his prime defensive yeah, end he days. Was, he was playing ball. I was ball. like, dude, I'm a skill player. You're a defensive end. We're not fighting. Oh, man. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, you've already hit me in the face. And you know, like, he's probably in the best shape of his life now. Oh. He's all, like, leaned out, crossfit. Oh, I'm sure. I'm jacked. Sure. I haven't seen him in about a decade, but no, I'm No, sure. he's, yeah. I think if I told him that story now, he would, I'm not that story. story the but punch. the fight story. Yeah. He'd I guarantee la- he'd he would, number one, off. laugh his ass off, and n- number two, say he doesn't remember it. Yeah, that's a fair bet. Because we were all wasted. Yeah, that's a fair bet. That was over at your local college. Yeah. That's where that party yeah. took place. God. I was like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, I thought this was real. I, I I'm like, fucking, you know me. You think this is real? You know I'm fucking with you. You know, we He's really, like, oh, man, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> like, well, you can't take that shit back. We really don't have many people from the past aware of this, but that's one I wish we did. Oh, man. I, I, I had to burn this episode. I want to go back and party at his house again one night. Oh, my God. With his dad just walking with in and dad, be like, yes. Did y'all drink all my fucking beer? That's all he was worried about. That outside fridge was legendary. <laughs> with the. <laughs> The hand-painted wooden sign that said backdoor guests are best. <laughs> oh, yeah. He used to hate that we would give him shit for that. Oh, man, I loved him. Good dude. I used to run into him, not regularly, but often in airports. Really? Yeah, uh, sometimes DFW, but a couple of times Oh, yeah, I guess his job had Chicago, him traveling. I, I would, uh, he would be going off to some other plant where they were doing stuff, and I would be crossing, making connections, and, and we'd run into each other. Uh, I'd love to see him again. I loved him so much. I, I haven't got to see him other than that, I guess, since our that last time that we went to reunion. He would love to come on. Oh, and he, he would, would be, be the best. They, people would just tell us to quit. Yeah, he would be the star of the show. Yeah. You want to talk about America's favorite. Boy. Fuck heavy. Okay, whatever. And he was one of the few... Uh, lighter pigmented fellows that could head out there on the dance floor with me. Oh, yeah. And, you know, one of my favorite stories about them, and I don't think I've ever told it on the air, was uh, when he and Heavy and uh, the Screamer oh. and I went to Adair's after they'd oh, already yeah. been drinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's... And he was dancing with the, with the hot chicks because they're... That's when he got cornered in the booth. That's when the big girl shoved him into the booth and wouldn't let him out till I had to go save his ass. He'd still be there right now. He he's a damn fine dancer. Yeah, he 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 got some moves. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's one Adairs was not ready for him. That was a night. They were those three were drinking pitchers of pearl light cuz that was what the cell was that night. Man, I wish that he and we stayed in contact for a little while after I went to college, but I remember my freshman year of college, I wish that he, because the lawman would come and visit some. Right. And we would go out and party, but he was too far away and he was yeah. busy with his own shit and everything. But I, I wish he could have been there some of those nights because there was a, we would go to a different bar in our college town every night for the specials. Mm -hmm. And there was one bar that we went to on Thursday night and they had pitcher beer. And every, almost every time we would go, I would say, because, you know, my roommate was one of our friends from right. high school. And I would say, can you imagine if Shmoo was here? 25-cent pitchers. Oh, it would be. And this bar happened to have a mechanical bull. Uh <laughs> <laughs> all I could picture was Shmoo up on that bull every Thursday night. Because you know the first time he went, he would have been up on that bad yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. And he would have turned that thing upside down. I never will forget. Since y'all lived so hard those summers when we were working, um, oh, and construction, would, the, the old ISD yeah. construction, and he would show up straight from. Yeah, he went even harder than I went. Oh yeah, that no, summer. yeah, but that there was that one day that you and I had to keep moving him to keep him in the shade. He was fully passed out. He was done. Well, he slumped. He pulled up on the track and slumped over on his he was, steering wheel. He was so done. Oh, uh, that's a damn fine dude. He'd had enough liquor that night before, I guarantee you, to kill three men. Oh, yeah. Well, he was still drunk when he got there. I mean, and he was a big man. So yes. for him to still be that hammered, there's no telling how much he had. Oh, huh. So many. I mean, he would be 
He was drunk more than me that summer, and that's saying a yeah, lot. Yeah, you drank a lot. Y'all, boy, y'all burnt the candle at both ends that summer. Yeah. I mean, I showed up hung over a lot, but I never showed up passed out. And he, on more than one occasion, yeah. was passed out in the parking lot. What a magic time. Oh, just face all flushed red. <laughs> that complexion is. Still, sm- I mean, just sweating, oh. sweating it out. Oh, man, he had so much drunk sweats <laughs> going. Those curls in the back just glistening yep. in the sun. And our, uh, our pour one out for schmoo. Our supervisor shaking his head. <laughs> oh man! Oh, that was a glorious summer. Boy, that was. I'd go back to any of those days too, just to see it. Just to man, can you imagine if we just we could probably? And this is why I never want to have a defending your life moment. I don't definitely don't want to do that. But if you grabbed a couple snippets out of that summer. The good Lord would never let me in. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, you were the only one that was even worth a shit as a worker that year. Oh, yeah. Because we yeah. were just dragging. I mean, the only thing that made me feel good about myself was that I wasn't dragging as much dead weight as Schmoo. Yeah. But, you know, we, we kept. We, we got the job we done. We got the job done. And, you know, the, the way that that all worked was they started, they hired a shit ton of people at the start. <laughs> and they would just. Whoever they didn't Some like. of which were on furlough. Right, yeah. Some of them were walking down from the... Every morning they would walk from the jail. <laughs> Some of them were just below trustee status. And But whoever they didn't like or whoever didn't work for the shit, they would cut them and you, know, you would end up with just a few people. Oh, man. But we never got cut early. We managed to somehow chisel out some decent craftsmanship. Oh, man. Uh, Should we have been handling power tools that summer? No, 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 no. <laughs> that I've never heard a skill saw louder than after being drunk <laughs> for six hours straight and showing up to work <laughs> at six o'clock in the morning or whatever. Just, yeah. gosh, damn, can we not start that up until after lunch? And then we would, you know, what, we got off at three? Yeah. And we'd head to the river. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the day that the general... We'd drink all, me and Schmoo... And the lawman at times, even though he wasn't working there, would drink all afternoon and halfway into the night right. and then start up work that next morning. Or y'all'd go over 30 miles and oh yeah, hit that place. I guarantee you for that summer, my average sleep was three hours or less. God almighty. And hot. Oh I yeah. Mean, and, and just sweat that keystone light out. Like 100% a, humidity, but oh. y'all were adding like. Eight percent alcohol by volume. Um, one day we were down there at the river. That might be too specific. The Rio Grande. The Rio Grande, and somebody had lashed the mighty Mississippi a tree between two other trees, about what ten, twelve feet off the ground. Yeah, and we would crawl up that, and then you'd pull the rope up and swing out. And how did that thing last? I don't know. How did that rope swing? Last? And depending on how high the river was at the time, you would uh, either be Dropping 20 feet or dropping 10 or whatever. So dangerous. But let's see. And who knows what kind of flotsam and jetsam you were going to land on. Oh, yeah. Or gar. and Yeah. Or monkey cum. Because, you know, the monkeys were living down there. That's true. Jacking off into the, the water. Ever since that circus wagon broke down in the 30s and the monkeys escaped. You know, I told that story enough times to enough different people that other people started to disseminate it. <laughs> They probably didn't even think it was real. 
Well, little ones, did they know. The ones disseminating it, you know, they, they were part of it, but they definitely fooled some people. I guarantee thinking. you there's about no less than a dozen stories that happened on that river that now I look back and think, it is literally a miracle someone didn't die. Oh, yeah. It was a miracle somebody didn't die almost every time we went. Not to include the times, <clears throat> two of which I know specifically, others which I heard the stories about, but two times I know for sure, because I witnessed it, where people decided at night to jump off, off that the bridge. bridge. You know, and that I, was too much even for me. And all the dumb, crazy, dangerous things that I did during that time frame, which almost killed me. I, you were smart enough to know that. I drew the line at that. No. Now, part of that was I'd already almost killed myself trying something stupid. Now, but. you know my psycho girlfriend's brother did that. Yeah. And I and he was in no state to be jumping off of anything. anything. And I literally thought he was going to die. Yeah. No, that, it's, that, it's just a miracle he didn't. And there were a lot of people that did that. And that always scared Man. the shit out of me. And that, uh, How long do you think that drop was? Well, depending on the height of the river, I mean, it could have been... At least 40? At least. I was going to say at least 50. Yeah. I mean, depending on, and like you said, you never know what's what? underneath the water. Yeah. So one day we're- Jump in, off a 50, 60 foot bridge at night drunk and think that's- Right. That's going to end well. With whatever in the world, you know, floating down. We um, we were up there one day and you know when you would come out of the water, you'd be spitting. Oh yeah. You know, well- God, water was nasty. Shmoo is standing. Or I'm, just land on a sandbar. Yeah. Break your back. Shmoo and I are standing on the, the cross beam, and he's turning around and spitting. Mm. Well, the general's standing down there, and the general and Shmoo had a love-hate relationship at times. Boy, no doubt. Heavy on the hate sometimes. Sometimes, especially the summer that they were ride-sharing to go take college courses. Boy, he. I, there were days when Shmoo had... Little to no patience for the general's bullshit. Well, and the general was pretty persistent with his bullshit. Oh yeah, if he he didn't latched, take many days latched, off. If he latched onto something, and that's the case, so one of Shmoo's loogies lands close to the general, and so he starts <laughs> squawking at him. And again, Shmoo is twice the size of the general, maybe three times, maybe three. And the general went about one thirty-five those yeah, days. Yeah, and he he starts squawking, mostly at him. head. Yeah. <laughs> And he, he's like, come on, why don't you spit at me again? And so Shmoo, you know, oh, yeah. hawks up this big loogie and spits it now directly at him. Sure. And it hits him about in the belly. <laughs> he's like, come on, you can do better than that. And Shmoo hawks up another one. And this one hits him in the chest. Oh. And he's like, no, come on, you can do better than that. He's got his mouth open. He's pointing at it. And Shmoo hawks up this just <laughs> and launches it. And it was like a damn artillery shell trajectory it arcs up and we just magic watch bullet go straight into the general's mouth no doubt i i believe that a hundred percent the general if nothing else was committed to the bit the general was absent for like the next week or so with <laughs> mono <laughs> I remember that. he got mono several times yes. a couple of times i thought you don't have mono you're just skipping out yeah but no, that yeah, that one, and I don't know that one was mono, but that one was. He always claimed mono. Always mono. He was, yeah. if he was sick for a day. It was mono. <laughs> it's like you just got a cold. Oh my gosh, those are good times. Okay, quick. No, we'll do the uh, famous actress story next week. Hold it over. We'll hold it over. Come back next week. That's a tease. 
that boy that is we don't rarely we rarely ever do we that. rarely tease but when we do oh ladies we deliver all right email us to can you hear me pod at gmail.com tweet at us tileweb 3000 real gustav tell heavy longmire you want to know more about his diet <laughs> and uh i guess we'll talk to you later adios bye let's go back listen to a tape that i'll bet you didn't even know existed. No, I certainly didn't. I can't Welcome wait for this. to the second round of the Wise County National Spelling Bee. At the podium now, Robert Gregory Williams. All right. Let's hear it for me out there. Come on. Come on. Quit sitting there like a bump on a log, you speed freak. Get Mr. it up for Williams, me. are you ready for your first word? Yeah, I guess. The word is salary cap. You just had to start me off with a bad one. Oh, boy. <laughs> Calorie sap. C-A-L-E-R-Y-S-A-P. Celery tap. I'm sorry, right, that's brother. incorrect. Oh, dang it, I knew I'd get that wrong. I'm so dumb, I couldn't pour pee out of a boot with the instructions on the heel, I tell you. Uh, that is appeasing, Mr. Williams. What do you say we give it one more try? All right, give me, give me another one there, brother. Bigger fit. Bigger fit. Bigger fit. Word origin, please. Word origin, my mouth. Oh, boy, that didn't help too much. Uh, bigger fit. T-Z-X-W... Can I start again, please? T Z W X three seven ninety nine. Enjoy bigger fit. Come on, man! You got to turn off these lights. I'm hot up here. I'm hotter than two Sorry. rats in a wool sock doing it. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm serious. Very I mean, just going at it in a Now You are from Wise County. Uh, we'll give you one more chance. All right, brother. The word is... Let it rip, Taylor Chip. The word is brother. Brother. Definition, please. Brother. The male sibling. Brother. B-O-O-R-U... T-H-A-H, exclamation point, Brunei! Is that right? Incorrect. Oh, come on, man. You gotta cut me some slack on that one. Come on. Sorry, incorrect. My brother's wife sleeps around so much, she'd scare a rock pile shot there's a snake in it. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny, I'm sure. She'd like that. She's big <laughs> One more word, Mr. All right. Imbroglio. <laughs> she's, she's a slut. That's true. Imbroglio. <laughs> Imbroglio. I'm <laughs> with you. Embryo. W C Z X X Q E four dash and sign tilde.
upside down moon building embroilio. <laughs> NBC now returns to its coverage of the Senate Judiciary Committee hearings on the confirmation of Judge Clarence Thomas. Gentlemen, gentlemen, please, please. Professor Hill, I want to thank you for your patience here today. You've shown remarkable courage throughout your testimony. It couldn't have been easy for you, or any of us, to sit here for the last seven hours and talk about penis size, or large-breasted women having sex with animals, or pubic hairs on soft drink cans, or oral sex, or the black man's sexual prowess, or large-breasted woman having sex with animals. But we appreciate your candor. And, and we uh, <clears throat> hope we can reschedule you for another session tomorrow. Thank you, Senator. The committee at this time would like to call Judge Clarence Thomas. Judge Thomas? Judge Thomas, we're sorry to have to bring you back, but as you know, some very serious allegations have been made by our previous witness. First of all, I want to say that these proceedings are a travesty. Mm -hmm. Well, I understand that. But you did ask Ms. Hill out on a date. Um, yes, I did. And she refused. That's correct. How did you go about asking her out for this date? I'm not sure I know what you mean, Senator. Well, did you just go right up and ask her? Or did you have one of her friends tell her that you thought she was cute? I just walked right up and asked her. Hmm. <laughs> Will you, uh... Were you uh, drunk at the time? No, I was not. But she wouldn't go out with you? No. Was she aware that, as her boss, you could have her fired? She must have been. Ooh. 
and she still didn't go out with you. Now, Judge Thomas, there have been charges by Professor Hill that you talked casually with her about graphic scenes in porno movies. Is that true? Yes, it is. And did that work? Did it break the ice? No, Senator, it actually offended her. Hmm. Uh, what porno movie did you talk about? Well, I uh, mainly spoke about a favorite of mine called the Hind Lick Maneuver. That's a good movie, George. But do you think hardcore porno is the way to go? Because I feel women prefer a softer porn. Senator Thurman? I agree with Senator Heffin. Yeah, that's right. The women like something with more stories and costumes that'll transport them to another place in time. That's right. Their inhibitions often loosen by escape when they are allowed to fantasize in another air. Women don't like close-ups or oversized genitalia. That's just never gonna turn them on. Hey, uh, another good thing is to uh, get them out on your boat for some reason. Because, um, because then it's really hard for them to get away. Do you have a question, Senator Kennedy? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, have you ever tried coming out of the bathroom nude and acting like you didn't know someone was there? Uh, no. Well, that's too bad, because that works, too. Um, uh, Judge... <clears throat> Judge Thomas. Judge Thomas, are, are you aware of that... A division of our government known as the uh, Criminal Justice uh, Department. Of course I am, Senator. Well, you know when you walk in the main entrance of the Criminal Justice Building, there's this receptionist with short brown hair. The uh, one at the third desk on the left? No, no. The uh, one at the uh, big circular desk uh, right there in the, in the center there. Oh, yes, Sandy. Yeah, Sandy. Um, do you think uh, she'd go out with me? Well, Senator Simon, not knowing your technique, I feel it uh, would be unfair for me to prejudge your chances with her. Uh-huh. Uh, you think it's uh, the bow tie, then, huh? Senator Simon. Women just don't like the bow tie, do they? Senator Simon, please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Judge Thomas, I'd like to thank you for your testimony. You've been very forthcoming, and may I say, it's been an education. Thank you, Senator. The committee calls its next witness. Sir, would you please state your name? Long Dong Silver. <laughs> Mr. Silver, we apologize for calling you back one more time, but... Many of us on the committee are admirers of your work, and, uh, well, frankly, we could just listen to you all day. Now, we understand you have a statement. Oh, uh, yes, I do. And world-class championship wrestling, I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.